0: This sixth Torah portion is Parshas Vayetzei. Our Parsha begins with Yaakov Avinu leaving Be'er Sheva and heading to Charon to run away from Asaf and to find a wife. During his journey, he rested overnight on the future home of the base of HaMikdash, Har HaMariah, the mountain of Maria. During that night, he dreamt of a ladder reaching all the way up to the heavens, with angels ascending and descending it. Hashem then appeared to Yaakov and told him that he would give this very land to his descendants and that he would safeguard him until he turned to the land of Canaan. The next morning, Yaakov woke up and recognized the holiness of this mountain and named it Beis Kel, the house of God. When Yaakov arrived in Haran, he saw Rachel, Loveland's youngest daughter and his cousin, by the city's well with her father's sheep. However, there was a large rock blocking access to the well's opening, so Yaakov single-handedly rolled off the massive rock that sat on top of the well and gave water to her sheep. Rachel ran home to tell her father that his nephew had just come to town, and Levin went out to greet Yaakov and invited him to stay in his house as long as he needed. Levin also offered Yaakov a job to tend to his cattle and asked him what he would like as payment. Yaakov replied that he wished to marry his youngest daughter, Rachel, to which Levin replied that he would have to complete seven years of work in exchange for her hand in marriage. So after seven years of work, Levin arranged a wedding but swished his daughters, giving his oldest daughter Leah instead of Rachel. The next morning, when Yaakov realized what happened, it was already too late. So he waited one week, married Rachel, and worked another seven years. Our Pasha contains 11 of the 12 births of Yaakov's children. Leah had Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yisachar, and Zavon. Zilpah, Leah's maidservant, had Gad and Asher. Rachel gave birth to Yosef, and her maidservant, Bila, gave birth to Dun and Naftali. However, a question comes to mind. The Pesach in the beginning of the parsha says, Vayetze Yaakov mi be'er sheva vayelich charona. The Yaakov left be'er sheva and headed towards Charon. Rashi quotes the Medrash Rabbah that explains why the Pesach says both, Vayetze and he left and v'yelech and he went. The Medrash explains that when a tzaddik, a righteous person, leaves a city, he leaves an impression, because his holiness leaves with him as well. However, Yaakov Avinu left his parents' home, meaning that Yisraq and Rivka, who were both extremely righteous and holy people, were still in Be'er Sheva. So how can we say that Yaakov left Be'er Sheva and he took the holiness of the city with him? One of the many answers that is given is that Yisraq and Rivka did not actually live in Be'er Sheva. They were living in the city of Haran. So that when Yaakov left Be'er Sheva, the holiness of the town went with him, and therefore it is befitting to write Vayetse and he left, as the Medrash explains that when a Tzaddik leaves the city, he takes the glory and the beauty of the town with him. However, a deeper and more profound explanation is that when the pusik says Vayetse and he left, it doesn't just mean physically or spiritually, but rather also mentally and emotionally. Meaning that when Yaakov Avinu left Be'er Sheva, he entered into a new phase of his life, the family building stage. Yaakov's mission change from developing himself into building his family and the Jewish people. Furthermore, the Torah's spotlight also changed. It went from focusing on Yitzchak and Rivka to Yaakov and his family. We see this from the fact that the Torah only mentions Yitzchak one more time and does not even tell us that Rivka passed away. Instead, we learn her passing through a hint in Parashat Vayishlach, when Yaakov Avinu buried Dvoira, Rivka's wet nurse, in Beiskel, the house of God. It is now understandable. Why the Pasuk says both Vayetzeh and he left and Vayelich and he went, because both the Taira and Yaakov Vinu have closed one chapter and entered a new one. For Yaakov it was closing the stage of life of living at home and being under the auspices of his parents to creating his own family and legacy. The Tyra also changes the spotlight from being on Yitzchak and Rivka to Yaakov and his family and his journey to create the Jewish people. In our daily life it is imperative that we understand that we must give space and opportunity for people to grow. Whether it be our friends, our employees, or even our children, we must provide them with the freedom and confidence to advance and succeed in all aspects of their lives. For when they know that we believe in them, it will boost the resolve and give them the courage to tackle the unknown and hopefully be successful beyond their wildest expectations. There is an amazing quote that I once heard. It is easier to believe in yourself after someone has believed in you first. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Partial Perspective. Check out our website, thepartialperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparsialperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.